Hi, and welcome to a special episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. I am your host, P.M. Kester. This is a special episode because it is part two of last week's episode. Episode eight, How to Take a Break as an Entrepreneur. If you tuned in to part one, Erica Parks of Camouflage Me Not and Reboot Your Profession talked to us about her journey her path that led her to entrepreneurship and now in part two we will do a deeper dive into some of our other questions more importantly how does she take a break as an entrepreneur and also how she deals with mental health issues i hope you enjoy it let's jump right into it so um, I hope you guys stuck around for that whole story because <laughs> it's good. And we're going to move on to Erica's second question, which is, what do you think the biggest misconception people have that people have about being an entrepreneur? Time. They always think you got all this time, which we do, but you have to use the time wisely, not just manage it. You got to use the time wisely. And so, for example... When you're an entrepreneur, everybody calls you when they need something done. Because remember, you're perceived to have this time that they don't have there at work. Can you pick up my child? Can you take me here? Can you do this? Can you come to this event? And we have to be stingy with our time. Right. Because there is a different mindset. If you come into entrepreneurship thinking that you have this time, you will find yourself hungry and out of work (laughs) if you don't manage it. Because now your time means money. It's never meant that before. You can be an employee and you're working and you take off and go pick up mom or do this. You aren't paid time off. Right. There is no paid time off until you get your company built that way so you have some benefits in there for yourself and your employees. Mm. In the beginning phase, we're, we are our employee. We're everybody. You the secretary? Yes. You HR? Yes. <laughs> you yes. <the> Absolutely. <laughs> you have volunteers, but it is up to you because God gave this to you. So you got to work it. You got to plan it. You got to execute it. It's so your time. People think we have time to be everywhere. So in in that in that beginning phase, you're going to upset a lot of people. Because you're not available as you used to be. And everybody doesn't understand that. They think uh-huh. you're being stingy. They think you're not supportive. It's not that. If you do not switch your brain from an employee mindset to an entrepreneur, you would die in these streets. You would die. You and your dream. And you can't afford to do that. There's so many people's lives that are dependent upon you birthing out, executing, and building this empire, whatever it is that he's given you. So... We're going to still do the breakaways at the end of the show, but I'm definitely letting you know, I want everyone to pay attention to time. Time is such a huge thing. Um, And most of the interviews that I've done, we've spoken at some point about time. (laughs) Time to take a break, time to work, managing your time. Managing your time is the key. Mm -hmm. Managing your time is key. So we will definitely be hearing this lesson again, I'm pretty sure, when we do the breakaways. (laughs) But this is also a good segue into the next question. So I read this article and it's called Seven Reasons Entrepreneurs Are Particularly Vulnerable to Mental Health Challenges. Mm -hmm. 
um, some of the mental health challenges that they, uh, well, some of the seven things they listed were stress, Mm -hmm. uncertainty, Mm. social isolation. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like, it's a bunch of like, "Mm, I'm not trying to talk y'all out of Mm -hmm. your entrepreneurial dreams. Mm -hmm. I'm just providing some clarity. Mm -hmm. And of course, I'm going to provide the link to this article in the show notes. But I want to say that to lead into this next question. We talked about your journey. We talked about the misconceptions of being an entrepreneur. With all this being said, why is it so important to carve away time for your health as an entrepreneur? It is vital because if you don't, none of this will manifest. Remember I said you are everything. So if you're not mentally saying, where's the business? Where's the vision? It's doormat. So it's very important that you take the time and time looks different in taking the time to take a break as an entrepreneur for your mental health. Before the last position I told you I had as a consultant at the base, hell, I made a hell of a lot of money. So my stress management plan was dope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I traveled. I had frequent massages twice a month. Mm, I can go okay. get a manicure, pedicure twice a, twice a month. I can go out to eat if I wanted to anytime, fine dining place. I dated myself because okay. I'm in a different state. <laughs> I would pack my bags on the way to work, and I'm not coming back home when I leave Fort Jackson. I'm going to Myrtle Beach for the weekend. Okay. I would drive in from the beach. My serenity. Right. Coming home, there is readjustment. And coming home is you, you might not be coming from another state, but you're coming home with B. I'm leaving that career. And so now I'm, an, I'm transitioning to an entrepreneur. That's coming home for you. And so those things have to be dumbed down because your money is vital uh-huh. just as much as your time. Remember I told you, go together, time is money. Money is time. So you got to really think about how you're spending your money. Uh-huh. And so my thing is somebody asked me to do something. I'm thinking about how long it's going to take me to make that. How many people I got to pick up to get that? Right. What I got to do over here to make that happen, to replace that? No, I'm, I don't think I'm going out to eat tonight. No. And so me investing in my health looks different. And so here's some of the things I do. I take frequent naps. In the beginning, I felt so guilty when I felt sleepy. It's like, no, I got to work through this. I got to get this content done. Oh, my God, help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's like, no, it doesn't matter if you got the content done if you're tired. Right. Because it's probably crappy. Does it even make sense? It got errors in it. I'm just giving you a one example. You know, so the frequent naps. When I say frequent naps, you got to plan. Just like you would plan to take off at work, you got to plan when you're going to have a nap in your day. People, I, I feel like doing this podcast, people are going to hear some of the same messages over and over again, but I think it's so well. Um, we had a fitness trainer on one episode, and we'll be talking about scheduling your breaks. Uh, we had a hair braider on here. What are we talking about? How she scheduled her breaks. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Even taking a nap, that's Erica taking a break so mm-hmm. that her body can recharge mm-hmm. because you know, you work all these hours and you work all these hours. You can't save anybody and be helpful to anybody if you on empty. No. So you got to go in your phone or your computer or whatever and be like from 10.50 to 11.50 nap time. Yes. 
And I would, you know, I want to share a couple things on this um, mental health thing. Your food. The food you eat is very vital. (laughs) So this is very ironic because at the same time that I developed Camouflage Me Not, February 18, 2018, January 15, 2018, I started my day one of of becoming a vegan. Mm. So you see that? God took me on a journey of changing the way I eat, uh-huh. the way I think about food, to prepare me for this journey, right? Camouflage me not as stressful because I'm going against a system that has been performing this way since whenever. So many systemic issues. And so Camouflage Me Not has a policy focus. So me making sure I fuel my body with the foods that I need to perform, uh-huh. me taking my naps, and you mentioned fitness. I'm right. a member of Black Girls Run. So having those times where I run. So when I was in Columbia, that was another thing I did. Oh, I was active on the pavement three to four days a week. You're talking about crushing in, a, in those three or four days. So we're talking about crushing 12 miles weekly. That looks different now because of what I do. So sometimes I'm on the pavement. I'm the only black girl on the pavement. The only black girl running. And, that's, and I say that not saying that they're not running. I don't want you to think, what? They're not running? No. My schedule looks different. So the time that they run, I can't run with them all the time. So I got to run on my own. So you got to have your, you got to motivate yourself and be committed to do these things. Taking your naps, eating the right things, exercising. For me, exercise is when I really get more visions. I even used to get visions when I was running back in South Carolina about that community health emotion council process as I was running. And so for me, God speaks to me when I'm alone. And so that's another thing. Isolation you mentioned. And you got to be open to being isolated. Great elevation only comes with isolation. If you don't want to be isolated, you can't do it, then there's not going to be any great elevation. And so... I just want to stop there and do some clarification on that because so we're just going to go back to isolation was one of the things mentioned in the Forbes article is um, one of the the seven things that's working against entrepreneurs and their mental health. And so (laughs) I want to put it back there because, again, so many people talking about, you know, you see people's posts, hashtag entrepreneur, hashtag entrepreneur. It's lonely as an entrepreneur a lot of times, especially in the very beginning Mm -hmm. when you're building your brand Mm -hmm. and you're building your company. Mm Because, again, as I said, you know, Erica is HR. Erica is a secretary. Mm -hmm. Erica is um, Judy from the next floor. Mm -hmm. Like, she's like five different people. And she's sitting a lot Mm -hmm. of times by herself Mm -hmm. in a room. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't have that coworker to talk Mm -hmm. to. So it's, it's different when you're sitting in the office because, you know, you can be sure that somebody is probably mm-hmm. going to roll by your cubicle, even if you, you're the meanest person in the company. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to say something to you. Your mm-hmm. boss or the, the, the nosy neighbor, lady that sits next door to you, somebody's going to say something to you. So when you're out here trying to do something new on your own as an entrepreneur, you will be isolated, mm-hmm. like Erica says, a lot in the, in the beginning because you're doing so much solo work. Yes. And I'm having meetings. You're going to be having meetings by yourself and taking the notes mm-hmm. and checking. Did you, self, did you do X, Y, Z? Self, you can't, you can't close <laughs> that out yet. <laughs> I'm serious. But I want, I want to be very transparent because failure mentioned, you know, people always 
hashtag and entrepreneurship and you think the life is glamorous. I would like to say and like to believe, and if I'm not telling the truth and you follow me, please say, Eric, you need to be a little more transparent. I share and tell the good and the bad. Okay. I don't want you to think that, oh, boom, she just pulled this relationship out. She just pulled this event out. No. So one of the things I want to talk about as we're talking about mental health is anxiety is real. There are mornings I wake up. My mornings begin early. It still begin like I'm getting ready to go on the pavement at 5 o'clock. <laughs> That's the time I used to run at 5 o'clock, meet up with black girls run. So I had to be on the pavement at 5, so you get up at 4. My time still runs like that. Right. But sometimes I'm awakened not by my alarm, but by anxiety. Mm. My heart is racing. I'm feeling overwhelmed, and all I've done is open my eyes. So how do you, so that's good, because that's answering the question. So I'm asking you about how you carve away time for your health as an entrepreneur. How are you, because anxiety is a big mental health issue. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. more and more when I talk to people, so many people are suffering from anxiety now. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in the world. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, but pressure with, with the pressure to to be a certain thing and to do certain things and and to pay these bills because mm-hmm. hashtag adulting mm-hmm. like <laughs> this bill game is real out here mm-hmm. so how are you dealing with that as an entrepreneur the health side of dealing with anxiety so i would have to say and and i'm gonna come back to that because this is important precursor to that one thing I did, too, for my own self-care management when I was in South Carolina is I went and I got me a therapist. Uh. And so I got me a therapist right after Memorial Day 2015. So I had just got there a couple months. I needed to process a very heartbroken relationship and where I was. Uh-huh. And so the tools that my therapist gave me, and thank God for Ashley. She's going to kill me if she hears this and hear her name. But thank God for Ashley. You know, I have a great relationship with my therapist and we talk through email. We've had therapist sessions on the phone where she has helped me through things. But in the moment I said it because people don't like to go to therapy, especially African Americans. Uh And you need to go because after going through something chronic that I went through, being unemployed for 38 months, it can do something to your self-esteem. It can have you look at yourself crazy thinking that, well, maybe I'm not good enough. No, life happens to us all. Just how you respond to it and keeping moving and being positive and keeping that positive energy and keeping yourself surrounded by positive energy. So when I wake up with anxiety, because part of my routine when I wake up in the morning is prayer and devotion. Okay. So I'm waking up thanking God for another day and directing this day. I do not get up until that anxiety comes down. So if I got to pray intensely, if I got to lie there and help myself calm down by calling my savior's name, that's what I do in that moment. And then I get up because I can't take that energy into the day. I can't go pick up anybody. I can't start playing anything with that energy. Energy attracts energy. I don't want anybody to match that energy that I wake up with. Not that anxiety. All kind of hell can break loose. All kind of folks I can come into, in, into contact with. All kind of wrongness. And so I have to bring that anxiety energy down. Uh-huh. And so it needs to be down to a whisper. And then I start reading my devotion, 
One thing I love to do now, a part of my self-care, and it helps me in my anxiety, on YouTube, there's instrumental worship music. And one of my spiritual moms told me about this when I was at Fort Jackson. You know, very high stressful job being working on a base and a consultant and dealing with those commanders and generals that's very high stress right and so i would play instrumental worship music so one thing i play a lot when i wake up in the morning is Juanita bynum's instrumental version of you are my peace is something about the sound the sound gives me peace that song is symbolic for me because when i was in the military and deployed in afghanistan that was that same song that gave me peace in the desert and so that's one of my go-tos when I feel anxiety. I play that instrumental version. And sometimes I got to play it two, three times in the morning to come down. I'm, I have pulled out two lessons in what you said from um, this, this last question. One is that how you pay attention to your body because not a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. So when you feel that anxiety come up, you use that cue as a time for you to take a break, Mm -hmm. take a break from what you're doing, take Mm -hmm. a break. Don't move, Mm -mm. take a break. Mm -hmm. That is so important because Mm -hmm. so many times we don't listen to our bodies. We don't listen to that feeling we may have. So many times we try to rush through what we feel and go out there. And this is how you end up in all sorts of issues. Mm -hmm. You're not alert. Yeah. You're not, and you're not performing at full level. So it's like all your people you said that are, are stressing out going to, to work on Monday. <laughs> There's a right. lot of them probably waking up with anxiety and stuff. And then they go and they take that bad energy. That's how some of y'all get fired on Monday. <laughs> because you take that bad energy up into the office when you might just need to call in and tell your boss, like, I'm going to be late. Right. Because I need to take a break for me. I need to take a break for myself and get myself right. Before I, I even do anything else. So I got that from there. I also got that sometimes we might need to figure out what is our piece. Mm-hmm. You said that in the form of Juanita Bynum's instrumental song. Mm-hmm. But that made me think of how many times do we literally think like when we are mm-hmm. full of depression or yes. anxiety or stress or all these issues in our life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe that's a homework assignment from this episode is mm-hmm. to think about what is your peace? Absolutely. When do you feel that peace? Mm-hmm. Is it a song that you listen to? Is it talking to a certain person? Mm-hmm. What is your peace? So those are the two things that just really jumped out at me from that. And I think that's a really, that's a really good way to, it, to, to end these questions um, before we go to our next one. That's a good end to that. What is your piece? Have a homework assignment. One thing I would like to add is um, you just told them something we said in behavioral health all the time when we, we talk to the <laughs> patients. Identify your triggers yep. and have a plan. Mm-hmm. That's basically what she's asking you to do. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that are not entrepreneurs thinking about and haven't jumped the gun yet, it's just, you got to jump, jump off the cliff. You need to call out like she said and take a mental health day. Don't think it as it as, especially if you're one of those ones that feel like, oh, they can't work without me. Oh, you're, you're overachiever. Um, Cause that's me. And that was me in the workforce. I had to tell myself, no, this is a mental health day. Nothing's wrong. You're not sick. Mm-hmm. You just know you don't need to be around people today. I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> y'all sitting y'all selves up. <laughs> you better stop hanging on to them sick days. And I say that, I had to start telling myself that. I'm like, 
you know, you out here bragging about how much leave and stuff you got. I got that's like crazy. 150 hours of PTO, 166 days. That's nothing to brag on. Mm-mm. Start taking some of them sick days because look, guess what? You're going to get yourself fired because you're going to come to work on a day that you should have stayed home. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to fall out and you're going to die at work because there's so many people that are dying at their jobs. And guess what happened? Them people might put a card up for you on Monday and then by Wednesday, your job has been replaced. Yes. I used to take a mental health day once a month when I worked at the base. Mm-hmm. They didn't know I was taking it, but I knew. Mm-hmm. I planned it. I knew when I need to take that break because, like she said, I paid attention to my body and mood and the stress and the workload. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout. That homework assignment is coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, Erica, thank you so much for coming on the show Tell everybody where they can find you on social media and other platforms. So Camouflage Me Not, you can find us. We have a website, www.camouflagemenot.com. And sometimes people always spell camouflage wrong. So it's C-A-M-O-U-F-L-A-G-E, menot.com. That is also our handles for Twitter Instagram and Facebook. They are all consistent and you'll see our logo there, the uh, broken C with the faces bursting from each end, which represents our service member transitioning and launching back into the community. You can also find me, Erica, in Parks on LinkedIn as Erica and for Nicole Parks on LinkedIn. You can also follow me on Instagram, same thing. I'm sorry, no, it's not. It's Erica Park. So Erica is spelled E-R-I-C-A-P-A-R-K-S. That's for Instagram, Erica Parks. On LinkedIn, it's Erica, E-R-I-C-A, and for Nicole, period, Parks, P-A-R-K-S. And for Reboot Your Profession, we are on Instagram as Reboot Your Profession. And every Monday, I do Monday Vibes. And so you should tune in and go and watch some of the two-minute videos I put up there, tips for the week, all about Monday Vibes. And also, we have a Facebook page for Reboot Your Profession, and that Facebook page is Erica, E-R-I-C-A-N-P-A-R-K-S-M-P-H-C-N-P. So follow Reboot Your Profession. Follow Camouflage Me Not. Remember, Camouflage Me Not is all about helping our veterans and non-veterans connect. We have three areas of focus. Advocacy, advocating through lobbying. We're becoming a 501c4 to lobby for policies around veterans and their dependents to enhance their quality of life post-military. Our second area of service is research. So we constantly share research on Tuesdays, Stat Tuesdays on our platforms around veterans. And our content is simple around national public health initiatives. And we just add a new addition, Working Wednesday, which shows what we do in the community and collaborating with different folks. So one of our latest things we did was with Clayton County and helping them stand up their first Vet Connect Symposium, Camouflage Me Not played a very instrumental role in that. And then TNT Thursday, Tools and Transition Thursday, where I share with veterans the things that I've learned post-military life and I'm still learning. So follow us on those platforms. All right. And so she gave y'all a lot of information. Check out the show notes for ways to contact Erica and her 
wonderful businesses that she is representing. We'll be back in a couple of seconds with our three breakaways. All right. And I am back with the three breakaways from this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and you got something from Erica Parts. Again, this was two parts. We were talking up a storm and I think it was just really so important to have part one be like 20 something minutes of Erica just talking about her journey because everything always seems so easy and so simple from the outside and when we're looking at people on tv and on social media but when you really hear someone's story about how they got to where they are you know it takes some time it takes some building and it takes some growth and with that in mind I want to go into the three breakaways that I learned from my conversation with Erica breakaway number one use your time wisely Time is something that we talk about so much on this podcast. Taking time to take a break, setting your clock to have 15 minutes of time, 30 minutes of time. You have 24 hours in the day. You have the same 24 hours in a day that Beyonce has in a day. What are you doing with your time? And I just think it is so powerful that in every interview that I've done and most of the conversations that I've had, time is the key issue because I still think we have not mastered time. We take time for granted. And if you're going to be in this entrepreneurial game, you have to learn how to use your time wisely. You need to schedule time for your business and schedule time for your breaks because a well-rested person is the best person to do any job. Use your time wisely. Number two, and this is the homework, and I'm going to post this on my social media and hopefully start some dialogue on this. Figure out what is your piece. Erica went into some detail about her battle with anxiety and how she can't get up until it's gone because she doesn't want to go into the world with that type of energy around her. But the biggest takeaway from that conversation for me is her recognizing what brought her peace, what calmed her down. For Erica, it was listening to the instrumental version of Juanita Bynum's, You Are My Peace. For someone else, it could be going for a 30 minute run. For someone else, it could be journaling and meditating right when they get up in the morning. I want you to do this as your homework. Turn off this podcast and write down what is your peace. You can come up with a list of things that make you feel peaceful. It could be sitting alone by yourself before your kids come home or your husband comes home. Sitting there for 10 to 15 minutes, just in silence, not reading, not doing anything, just sitting in silence. It could be cooking. I find myself at peace when I'm at the ki- in the kitchen making something. There doesn't even have to be music playing. But if I'm just cooking and it is quiet and I'm just, it's like I go somewhere outside of myself and there's so much peace in it. So what is your peace? Figure that out and that will take you far. Finally, the third breakaway. Recognize that fear is what keeps people back. That is such a deep one. The basis of this podcast is taking a break. How many of you are scared to take a break? You're scared to ask your boss for time off, even though you have 200 hours that you need to use. 
you're scared to ask your husband or your significant other for what you need because you're scared of their reaction? How many of you are scared to do what Erica's doing and take a leap, scared to jump and go after your dream of becoming some type of entrepreneur? You want to sell candles. You want to sell journals. You want to do speaking tours. But how many of you are so fearful that you're just sitting there stagnant? Recognize that fear is what keeps people back. You can't live until you jump. I hope you guys got something out of that. those three breakaways. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, refer a friend, and subscribe. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. But those are the biggies. And, you know, your followership, your recommendations, your stars, your reviews, all of that matters. So I thank everyone who's already rated and reviewed us and look forward to hearing from you guys. If you have any questions about this podcast or concerns, email thekestergroup at gmail.com. Until next time, find a little time to take a break. Bye.